Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. So here's news. Minneapolis has been ranked the second best city for Gen Z to live in. And this is uh, from a data firm called Yardi Matrix, and they rank the best cities suited for people age 18 to 25, better known as Generation Z. Well, they're calling them, and the first time I heard this term was the other day, and it was Zoomers versus Boomers. I love it. Gen Z are now called Zoomers. I, I think I'm just going to stick with Gen Z. I like Zoomers. I think it's cute. But when I heard that, I was like, I'd never heard that before. So Atlanta, Georgia, number one. Yeah. Minneapolis, uh, which is just to the north of where we're at, number two for Gen Z. And Atlanta, Georgia is shocking me a bit because that is in the deep south. And the majority of these cities that Gen Z are attracted to are in either the northeast the Midwest or then arcing down into the Southwest. And there seems to be a noticeable arc across the deep South that they don't like. Yeah. There's a couple cities on the list uh, in the top 10 in Texas, Austin and El Paso, um, Tucson, Arizona's on the list, Boston, Raleigh, North Carolina, Columbus, Ohio, Seattle, and New York city. Yeah. I think, and, and you'll see that what, what you pretty much just laid it out. That, that arc that yeah, I'm that talking was, that about. That was the top 10. Other than Texas, the the deep south, when I say the deep south, I'm talking like from uh, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and then you sweep over across, and then you get to like even to Florida and then up into the Carolinas and stuff. For some reason, they're not attracted to those areas. One of the big things that they like, and I found this very interesting, but... This might be an age-related thing, but Gen Z loves Four Seasons. That is interesting. Yeah. Is it just the like the novelty of it? I don't know. Yeah, be- I-, I-, I will say this. I also, when I left Minnesota and I went to San Diego and lived there for four years, well, just north of there anyways, when I was in the Marine Corps, I missed the four seasons as well. Did you? Yeah. All of them. I did. And I, I but I think I was younger and mm-hmm. I was, it was a different mindset when I was in my uh, early twenties, you know, we would go head up to the mountains and we would ski, we would boogie board and do all these other things. But I remember, you know, even in December and January during the holidays mm-hmm. when I couldn't make it home, uh, I remember being somewhat sad that I didn't have that environment with the snow and the lights and all of that together, right? Because Christmas lights without snow just aren't the same. I could see that. I've only I ever know. lived in the upper Midwest. Yeah. So I've never experienced life without four seasons. And I and I say that I wouldn't miss it and that I don't care I and that I don't like winter, but I also have no experience with that. It's funny. I, I wonder if you did experience that, if it would change, because when I've brought that up to you in the past, I'm like, well, the holidays wouldn't be the same without snow. I want a little bit of snow. I like the covering of the snow. I like the look of it. 
And I like that for Thanksgiving to Christmas. Come January 1st, the snow can go. But I like it for the holidays. And the reason is I always remember, you know, what it was like when I was in San Diego and I didn't have that and I missed it. And I, I think even to this day, it sticks with me. But I'm like you, you know, I've evolved to the point where I don't enjoy winter and come January and February and even into March, I would prefer to be someplace else. It would be interesting to experience it living somewhere without four seasons for an entire year. Right. It would be a great learning experience, I think, for a lot of people because there's a there's a bunch of people that are that have been raised in climates much like ours. Where, where you have snow in the four seasons and uh, they don't know that they would miss it because they've never lived without right, it. Right. Right. So Gen Z, the Zoomers dig in the four seasons. Well, and they also like outdoor activities, which became more popular during the pandemic. And those habits have carried over, which is great because people are out and active. And uh, that was one of the things that Minneapolis came up with was a great park system and uh, trails and things to run on. And you and I both know that that, uh, the uh, the Loring Park area is beautiful, it's right? Gorgeous. Yeah, and, that, and, and that the park neighborhood is huge, yeah. right in the center of the city. Then there's the sculpture garden right across the street, and um, they do have a really nice trail system in Minneapolis. Absolutely, and you know, and everything that it else that it has to offer. I mean, you and I enjoy those small neighborhood like cafes mm-hmm. and cool eateries and stuff like that. There's just cool stuff. There is cool stuff. And some of the other indexes that, that the cities were scored on were the unemployment rate. This one makes me laugh. The internet speed. Well, again, <laughs> this is what a lot of the older, I think, generation, specifically in management, if you run a business, you need to cater to these guys. That's very important to them. They've never lived without it. Yeah, and this, I mean, to me, this is really interesting even for um, companies or cities recruiting right. young talent. Like, how, how do we stack up I, well, on these things? Well, the, and I did dig into this a little bit deeper, and one of the uh, reasons that internet speed is so important to them is a lot of them like the remote working environment. Sure. And they need that to do their jobs. That's... It's not for playing games and, and and surfing and shopping. I mean, it's literally because they look at it as essential for mm-hmm. their employment. And that is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. That makes sense. Uh, recreation and dining establishments, public transportation availability. Yeah. Um, and population of other Gen Zers, which I thought was an interesting one because they want to go where there are people like them. Sure. there, And I believe it's like 9.8, almost 10% of Minneapolis's population is Gen Z. So if you think about that, one in 10 on that census is Gen Z. Yeah. Same with Atlanta. That's incredible. That is uh, 9.8%. And Atlanta has the largest number of parks per 10,000 residents. You know, I- In the country. I, I had no idea. Atlanta, all I've- the only experience I've ever had with Atlanta is the airport, and it was a nightmare. Yes, I also have been to the Atlanta airport, <laughs> and it is not pleasant. So, but the, obviously, the city must have a lot to offer, right? And I, so I can't speak intelligently about it because I've never been there. And well, you can read so much, but if you've never been there, it's really difficult to uh, break down 
what it's like. And I think a lot of cities get, um, you know, call it like a reputation or people paint a picture in their mind just based on what they see on the news or on the internet. And I think there's probably a lot of big cities like Minneapolis that have these great neighborhoods and these cafes and these parks that you wouldn't even know about if you'd never been there. Yeah. Minneapolis is fantastic. I've, I've, you know, throughout my career in radio when interviewing famous people and they, they always said, that Minnesotans specifically are spoiled uh, because of the culture of Minneapolis and St. Paul. I mean, it's just, not, you don't get that in every state specifically, I think, once you get this far north. It's, yeah, they're great it, cities. It, Minneapolis just has a lot to offer. I know it's had some uh, a tough couple of years with a lot of different issues, but hopefully uh, they, they start to bring it back. And, it, and I, I think it is. And it feels, and the Gen Z obviously agrees. Gen Z agrees. Right? One thing that was not on this list that um, I found interesting is like proximity to family. That well, actually, that did come up in the article that oh. was on the national article. It, it did come up. They said that uh, one of the reasons that there are a lot of them that there are a lot of them here and they stay or work their way back is the proximity to family. Okay, and that's a big thing in in this part of the country specifically. I could see that. Yeah. I, that's a big thing that I hear people that I know talk about is wanting to be close or in the same community or nearby family. I mean, I, I think that a lot of even uh, young people who venture off and go to college or spend time mm-hmm. in the service. That's the reason I came back because I served with a lot of guys who didn't, they were, they would got up in the morning and they looked at the ocean and turned around and saw San Diego and the hillsides. And they were like, this I'm is good. it. I'll just stay right here. I mean, selfishly, I hope our kids do that, <laughs> but then I'm like, you know, you never know. It's okay if they don't, you never know. So now that we know what Gen Z is looking for, and some of the things that are important to them, it begs the question, at this point in your life, what's important to you mm. if you're looking for a place to live? I would say the culture would be important. I think that is for, yeah, absolutely, for me too. I, I mean, just being, I think you and I have that being a creative person, yeah. you look. You, it's nice to, and it's it's difficult at times throughout life to find other people. Yeah. So when you surround yourself and you find yourself in an environment like that, it does help, and it makes life a, a much more pleasant experience. And that's, I think that's right. like that's one of the reasons I'm drawn to Denver. There's a lot of creative. I love Denver. People in Denver, um, Las Vegas. I love has, Las Vegas. Has a huge arts community. Um, so yeah, I would say culture, art, things like that would be important. I'm at an age where I can say this. I'm I'm not moving unless I get mountains. Oh, or, or climate is a big deal to you as well. Climate's a big yeah. deal. And I have been drawn to mountains since I was little. And so I want I want to live where I have mountains. Would you would would the Rocky Mountains and the cold and and tons of snow be good enough for you? Or are you thinking more of the desert Southwest and those mountains behind you? Yeah, where, where, desert, you where, where you're down at the base with the warm and yeah, you know, 100 degrees. Yeah, desert Southwest would be um, kind of more up my alley. But I could handle the climate of like a Colorado, um, like a Denver sure. or Boulder. Because it's not the same as... 
the climate here. It's almost like Flagstaff, Arizona. Yeah, I could. Well, Flagstaff gets a little bit more snow than what I could probably tolerate. <laughs> well, Denver gets a lot of. I mean, they get snow. It just goes quick. So yeah, I would yeah. say like a Southwest, like a desert, but um, climate, mountains, outdoor spaces, whether it be parks or trails or just green space. Right. I think the. Uh, I like. The the older I get, specifically, I like, and this isn't just because of an age thing. Maybe it's just because I'm discovering or finally admitting what I really like. But I like to be able to walk out my front door and be able to hit a street and then go this way and find cafes, restaurants, and and I could find a, a small local market to shop yeah. at. I like that environment. I know that a lot of people need a little bit more space, but I would like to be in a community that's close like that and has uh, places like Tao in Minneapolis mm-hmm. where we went and had, you know, it's just like a walkability. Factor. Yes. Yes. I, 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 I like to be able to be able to get where I need to on foot. And then I just, there's something about the community environment of something like that. I really like, I like that too. And I go, I kind of go back and forth, like picturing a future life where I can walk to a cafe and get a coffee and go to yoga and get fresh flowers on the way home or on like the complete opposite end, like living up in a hill side with like a gate right? <laughs> where I, where I'm just like secluded in my sanctuary. Sure. And you can quickly get to someplace yeah. if you need something. Yeah, it would right? be, it would be like on the outskirts of an urban environment, but it would be like my my sanctuary. So I, I go back and forth. I, I think I would like either. Yeah. I, I, I like, I'm drawn to urban environments in the sense that I like the community and I like to be around people. But I mean, you, that it depends on what kind of an urban environment, you know, I want sure. something that's, you know, like I, like everything I've described. And I know that's like a fairy tale setting for a lot of people, but I've been in parts of Minneapolis that are just like that. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, this this is cool. Because uh, being where we are, which is about an hour southwest of Minneapolis, uh, we live in a, a town, you know, just over 50,000 people between Mankato and North Mankato. But every time something surfaces as far as a restaurant or something like that that I like, it seems like it it, it struggles to survive because we're so inundated with a college atmosphere in the center of our town. Mm-hmm. And we have a yeah. big school here, Minnesota state university. We have a, a wonderful Bethany Lutheran college, Augustavis up in St. Peter. We have a lot of great schools and the kids, I understand how important they are to the economy here. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, we, we had a great restaurant downtown that was replaced by an ax throwing establishment which has become very popular and i understand that and i understand that that's you know what does well down there but i think it's i I, is what i would like to see more is our town develop the what they call old town on riverfront drive which is along the minnesota Mm -hmm. river and they're working on that and they are doing it but i would like to see that area grow more and i would like to see more of those places Kind of like an arts district. Yeah, I love the coffee shops and stuff on the other side yeah. of Front Street there, and I, it's 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 happening little by little, but for a long time, and it still is the our main downtown area, 
seems to be, especially on the weekends during the school year, overrun by college kids. So that's, I mean, it's a small, it's small enough to where you, it's almost impossible to avoid that. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're, they're back there. Well, you know, and and, and again, I was that age once. I know I understand that. And and they need a place to, they need a place to uh, roam. But I think a lot of, uh, uh, young professionals, and then even as they head into their middle age are drawn more towards these boutique style businesses, whether it's a gym, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, you know, anything, anything like that. Well, you get to an, an age and probably just expectations in your life where the experience of whatever you're doing means a lot. Right. Whether like it's, like your experience at the gym or like your experience shopping for clothes or like your experience right. going out to eat. You want right. it, you want it, that means something. I'm, uh, and I think a lot of people, once you get to a certain point in your life, I would like to believe anyways, drift away from the big box type stores. And I think this is a big, this is big with Gen Z as well. I think that they're, if you follow them and what they're interested in, they also like that more intimate setting mm-hmm. and attention versus getting lost in a big box in store right yeah. yeah so it's i think it's the 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 intimate feeling that you get whether it's uh, again like you said shopping for clothes going to the gym uh going out to grab something to eat uh any hair any of that stuff yeah. right you just want that you want to feel like you're in a in a, in a community yeah right and yeah, i think you want that, the experience yeah and that's all part of it so if you find a place like that that offers all of that and you can kind of like be in the heart of it there you go. And walk to it all. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah. But I know that there's a lot of people and I have a lot of friends who would live off the grid if they could. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Sometimes I joke about doing yeah. that, but in reality, I would not last. Well, I just don't think I would do well. No, I wouldn't either. You it know, would I, be fun for like four days. Yeah. I mean, I, I would I would be like, no, I'm out. You and I have talked about escaping and well, this will be a whole nother show, but like to a cool retreat and going someplace like some spa yeah. where we could just go go and relax and hang out by a pool and eat good food and and uh you know just do some things whether it be hiking and just get out and just mm-hmm. kind of unwind and I don't mind that kind of you know I wouldn't separation call that off the grid <laughs> no it's not because I mean I I'm telling you the off the grid stuff like where people are out you know, literally no indoor plumbing and uh, they're, they, the only electricity they have is like a generator or something like that. That's just not no, me. No, not me. So having said that, going back to our original discussion, we discovered that uh, Minneapolis is ranked the second best city for Gen Z to move to or live in. And we asked the question, what would be some of the things that would make it attractive for you as an individual to move to a city. Yeah, if you were going to move someplace, what would you be looking for? I think the number one thing on my list right now would probably be climate. Yeah, I vacillate between climate and culture. Yeah, it's I have about had enough of 20 and 30 below zero and wind chills and being stuck you know, I don't I just, do well. I don't do well in the winter. No. And I every year I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have a better attitude and I'm going to get the right gear and I'm going to approach it. And then every year by like November 3rd, I'm 
you don't I want, hate winter. You don't want. I've noticed this over the past couple of days, and I think that's because we've hit that transition point. But I think, you know, and I we we alluded to this even yesterday. There's a there's a couple of weeks in the beginning of September where I think a lot of people just kind of struggle and they get into a funk. It's a trick. I don't know. There's just something about that transition into September that I, that is tricky for people because. I think they're still dealing with, oh God, that's the end of summer. Mm-hmm. Where, where did it go? Where did it go? Went so fast. I didn't do what all, all the things I wanted to do. Right. I think there's a lot of those kind of feelings. And then just the anticipation of, oh man, school's starting. Here it comes. The yeah. holidays. Go, go, go. The year's going to be over. Well, I think, I think the transition into fall life, school, and all of that. Yeah. Sports that, activities. I, I, I think that is the down point, right? Not that it's a bad thing. It just, you have to adjust to that. Mm-hmm. And once you do, when your mindset moves beyond that, that usually happens about the third week uh, when you come up to the uh, the equinox, right? Yes. And later this month, when when you get to that point, am I, am I really falling into this, this astrology stuff? But I think it kind of sounds like it. <laughs> I think when people get by about that third week of September and October approaches, they start to embrace is here where we live in Minnesota. I think they start to embrace fall and the upcoming holidays, and then it just goes up from there. And the people just start to feel better. They get engaged. They start decorating for Halloween, and then once Halloween passes, of course, I mean, to me, November and December. Are, oh, yeah. Despite the weather, two of the greatest months of the year it's because obviously on. the holidays are here. So these next couple of weeks, I think, are just tough for a lot of people. And one thing that's weird that I have noticed a lot of people saying is they just want it to get cool. And, well, and well, I you think want- there's that weird thing that like summer is over, but it's still hot. And so that you just, it's a weird feeling. Especially now we're getting like mid to upper 80s yeah. close to that with humidity. It, it's humid and there's a heat index, I think even tomorrow of about 95. And it's like, that's people are like, no, I thought we've moved on from this. And for you, it's a big thing because you want to move on with your wardrobe. Guys, I got leather pants <laughs> I know. all over the place that are begging <laughs> to be worn and it's too hot for leather pants. So having said that, we'd love for you to message us and tell us, man, I want to, I, I want to hear what's important to you when you're looking at a place to live. And I'm talking about the actual geographical location. Yeah. What's important. What do you think? What do you think will be number one? Gosh, climate. Maybe. I think, I, I think, don't know. I don't it's, know. it's so hard because it's such a well, personal people, choice. There's people that like, uh, Minnesota that right. that that embrace that embrace winter, but that that would be a, an important climate to them. Yeah, not necessarily a warm climate. Right, the <laughs> so climate. I, I I tend to forget that there are people that like winter. Right, so I don't know. Right. If it, it's such a personal um, decision and an opinion and choice that I don't know what will be number one. I think some people will say family. You know, being close sure. to family. Sure. I don't know. Well, well, you know, I think part of the things that make this community we live in here great, and we talk about this, is some of the great local businesses we have, and that would be part of it as well. Like I mentioned, JP Fitness, link on our website. I'm telling you, don't wait. If you're one of those people, I'm the first of the year, It's you don't need to wait. Start now. Imagine how good you'd feel by the first of the year, 
right? Seriously, Such a good point. don't wait. And again, it starts with a conversation. I, I love that about JP Fitness. Tour the place, talk to them, tell them where you want to get, right? What your goals are. And uh, they'll explain to you how they can help you get there because everybody is different. And that's the attention you get there. There's a link on our website. Go to georgeandjess.com. Also, the CBD centers. I mean, they're they're as busy as they've ever been. They were so busy they had to miss their their booth at the Minnesota State oh. Fair because their their production is through the roof. And right? that's the the really important thing to educate people on is that their products are grown and produced locally, so you know what you're getting. Right, exactly. Grown, processed, and packaged right here in Southern Minnesota you know exactly what you're getting because obviously we've heard the horror stories of stuff that's shipped in from other countries and everything else. And another business, one more Jay longs. You hear about that shopping experience. It's, it's kind of a throwback, but yet Matt and Aaron have done such a good job moving that in and, and catering to the next generation as well. That's why they call it a lifestyle shopping experience, right? And it it is, it is going to cool off and it is time for fall fashion. And they, are constantly updating their inventory, and there is some really good stuff. I got, and I've, y- you got well, I did. I got to sport a, a cool pair of uh, a jeans and a shirt uh, to a cash wedding, which was your coworkers. This and you past cool Saturday night. You wouldn't I was like going up against that barn and let me. I know. Jess was like trying. Picture. I was like, "There's all these people standing around. I'm not going to. They're not paying attention. Just, yeah, just, go, just right. do it. Give me a little lean." Um, but it's a great outfit and yeah. it looked, it looked cool. It was tailored to fit you. And I like to get in there and get things before everybody else does. So then I can say that they were copying me. Well, you should have let me get the, get the lean in picture <laughs> and then you could have proved it. I did grab a, gr- <laughs> a great winter bomber, by the way, that's reversible as well. And I think it, I'd, I'd be willing to bet they still have a few up there. So anyways, it's a great shopping experience and you get that customer service and that home town feel with all of the great products that you would normally in a part in a place like this a town like this you'd normally have to shop online but you don't have to but if you are listening and you're not here you can shop online jlongs.com uh all their products are available including their uh previously loved designer bags right you can buy those online so you're getting like these one-of-a-kind pieces that are just stunning they've got a chanel bag right now that is just to die for um, so you can buy all of that online if you're not here uh, for that experience, right. jlongs.com, and there's a link on our website and too. Ex- I, I keep forgetting about that. When you're podcasting now versus like when we were on the right. radio, there's people all over the place, including our listening audience in Connecticut. What I don't. Do in Connecticut? I, I don't know what's going on in Connecticut. Well, actually, the, the Upper East Coast there, New England, but specifically Connecticut. We got to go on a field trip. I, well, I got to get out there. So Connecticut, we, we love to hear from you. Send us a shout, georgeandjess.com. It'll take you out to all our social media links as well. All right, have yourself a fantastic uh, Wednesday, and we will be back tomorrow morning with another episode at 6 a.m.